Welcome to Origin Gate. This is Wisdom's Echo with your thought for the day, and my name is Lindy Masters. What a great day it is to be alive. I'm sitting today looking at a beautiful swimming pool, beautiful sunny weather, <laughs> clearly not in the United Kingdom, and just enjoying so much what Yahweh is doing on the face of the earth. Now, many people would ask, how can you say that? It's got worse, it's, it's awful, we're in a pandemic, it doesn't seem to want to end, etc., etc. But honestly, I have an excitement in my heart and in my spirit being with regards to what Yahweh is about to do. There was a prophetic word that Bob Jones gave some time ago which said that this decade of the 20s was the decade of rest. And I keep saying this, it is not rest as in sleepy or lying around with my feet in the river of life um, and just wondering what to do or eat or say next, but it is finding rest in the midst of turmoil. This is a huge thing, a huge art really. It's to find your place of rest when all hell is breaking around you. And so that takes some work because it's it depends sometimes on how you brought up. Uh, was brought up in a family that was relatively negative. So um, sometimes my, one of my family members would often see a half glass empty and I could always see a, half, a glass half full. And it depends on whether you there's a negative approach or positive approach. You know, do you think that money grows on my back? I'm waiting for my ship to come in, for money to come in. These were things that I know were bandied around in just the way we spoke in those days. But, but they do set off in you a negativity. And I've always been a person that just, I don't know, I can always see the positive. I remember I had a wonderful hairdryer. I loved my hairdryer. I traveled with that hairdryer because we traveled relatively often, um, preaching and singing and doing the things that we did. And it, it broke and I was, it broke. And I can't believe it's broken. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to fix this. And my husband said, this is a sealed unit. It cannot be opened. And I thought, no, no, no. You see, my half glass fool told me if I could break open the sealed unit, he could fix it. And so he said, it's, it's not fixable. We'll have to throw it away and get another one. But I really like this head wire. And so when he wasn't looking, I opened it. I broke the unsealable seal and went and took it to him and said, could you fix it? Yeah, this wire has come loose. You need to fix it. And he looked at me like, really? Really? And because in me, he fixed it. And then we had to stick it back together with tape and it worked for another five years. But my point was not that I had a a poverty mentality. It was that I really loved it. It was an expensive, marvelous hairdryer, and I loved it. And it was, <clears throat> don't tell me it can't be fixed. It, everything can work. Everything can happen. Everything can do what it's got to do. Don't say that. I believe that there's a positive to this. And, and so it's really um, easy for me to see the positive. But I realize in the world that we live in, not everybody is that way inclined, that, that many people have to uh, at work at seeing the positive. And I want to read, first you want to look at 2022 from a Hebrew point of view. Um, if you look at it as 2020 is the kaf, which is the 11th letter of the Hebrew language. And it means to open like a palm or to allow. And then 22, in the way we would do it in the Hebrew, is that we would go 2 plus 2 is 4, which is the fourth letter, dalet, which is the door to move or an entrance. So I would say, the 2022 is like an opening to go through an entrance or to move through a door. Come on now. Or you could look at it as two twenties, 
So that's a double door, like a double leaf door that swings open when you push it. So it's not one door, but actually two doors. And then a two, a 20, a 20, and a two. And two is Beit, which is the second letter of the Hebrew language, which is a house or a family ought to be in. So again, a double door, a double door that opens up into that house or the family of Yahweh or into something that has uh, your tribe, the things that your tribe are going to do, the, the greatness of what you're going to walk into. But I could go further and I could go 2022 20, and just take all the twos and add them up. Two plus two plus two is six. And six is Vav, which is the sixth letter of the Hebrew language, which is a nail to secure or to add to something, an and, and there's more. And so we could look at it as well as the, as two plus two plus two is six, which is a vow. So this is the year of nailing and securing us into our glorious future. Remember, as people of the way, we are not in this, we're not of this world, we're in this world, but we are also sojourners passing through. We have another place we go to and a place we've come from, but we occupy until he comes. And it's the occupying that can be slightly stressful and possibly the occupying that can cause us to look to our left and to our right and perhaps look to the past and panic about things. And so in the occupying, we need to learn how to open up and allow ourselves to move through the door into that entrance of this decade or that double door that swings open as a palm would open its hand and allow us to step into something, into the tribe, the family, the house of Yahweh, or it is nailing and securing me into this decade. And we, I know we've been through a, a, a pandemic, but gee, you know, it wasn't a world war. It was a war of, of another kind. Um, and, and, you know, we've come out of it. We're about to come out of it this year. We've had to look at readjusting ourselves, reinventing ourselves. And I've often said, do not waste a good plague. If you sit there waiting for the government to bail you out, you're going to be always at that place of benevolence, waiting for the government to be benevolent towards you or reinvent yourself, reinvent your business, reinvent how you do things, reinvent what, what you're doing so that you can move into the new. I want to have a look at the scripture, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. I've known the scripture most of my Christian walk. It was something I needed to know because, you know, it's like when you get married, most of us, you don't have enough money. You, you don't have enough of anything, to be honest, and it's tough. And, and I met a man um, who I met who was six years older than I was. Um, and he, we met each other and two weeks later we were engaged and three months later we were married because I knew that God spoke to me and he did that we were to be married. But I married a man who'd been to the army, he'd been working, he'd, he had friends who were six to ten years older than me and it was a crazy time. It was, I remember sometimes thinking, what the actual heck have I done here? And then adjusting to each other, him marrying, uh, you know, someone much younger than him who'd been in the ministry already um, and having to adjust to me, very strong personalities, two of us together, um, and then finding ourselves and what Yahweh wanted to do with us. You know, the first time we we did worship together, there was a, apparently a white light that shone around the two of us. We were oblivious um, because we were worshiping and some crazy stuff happened in the spirit around us. And we knew, we knew that this was what Yahweh wanted to do, but it wasn't working out. So there were times in the first six months of marriage where things were harder. This is when this scripture became very real to me. Be anxious for nothing in Philippians chapter four, verse six, but 
in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And I used to have to say this regularly. And, you know, I look back now at the miracles that happened and how God uh, provided for us and the things that happened, how we moved cities and I don't even know how we financially did it but we did because God is good and we would stand firm and it was in this time to be honest that my husband began to understand the being of faith and he began to walk in an intimate relationship with this being called faith and I was in such a good place in my marriage because every morning he got up and he worshipped for an hour it really made me secure that my man was doing that. But also whenever he came out of his prayer closet, so to speak, he would say, God has said this or God has said that, or he's told us to do something. And in all 23 years of my marriage, before he transitioned to glory, there wasn't one thing he said God told him that we were going to do that we didn't do. We, we did everything because he had such an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. He knew faith and he was so in love with the Father. I used to be quite comforted by the fact that he possibly loved Jesus more than he loved me and that made me so secure so this is just an aside so be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God be anxious do not be troubled with cares do not take thought of the stuff that is going around you now if you're going to be stuck under the sun in the morality of man entrenched in what man is saying they're trying to get us there's a cabal's trying to come and do something they're trying to get us the covid is doing this the injections are doing that the governments are doing this yeah they could also all be doing that but you know what what is that to me what is that to me when i am in the world but not of the world when i am just a sojourner and i am I am occupying. They don't occupy my space. They don't occupy my heart. They do not occupy my head. And they will not occupy my mouth. I will not allow them to occupy my headspace. So I will not be anxious for anything, for the troubles, the cares, and the thoughts that are around me. I will not even listen and read that stuff because I will fill it with what Yahweh says and not that stuff because it will not take root in my mouth. Be anxious for nothing. The word nothing there is be anxious for no man or be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for anything that is around you. Don't be anxious. And this is the problem when we start looking at the morality of man and at the uh, stuff that's going around. And I know that there's possibly a truth in all conspiracy truths. There's a, there's a, there's a remnant of truth. But honestly, is that where I get my source from or is my source from the realms of his kingdom? And let him tell me what to do, how to do it, and do it in the realms of the kingdom with the angelic hosts so that we can see change on the face of the earth. So don't be anxious. Don't be troubled with cares. Don't take thought of any man or anything around you, but in everything, that word everything is individually, each, every, any, or all things. So in all things, individually in things, in each thing, in everything, and in anything, by prayer, which is earnest prayer or definite request, make your, you make your, uh, it says with thanksgiving, so thanksgiving to be thankful to say thank you. I know you're doing this. I am thankful that you're doing this. Let your requests be made known to God. So, and also the word supplication, ask earnestly or humbly. So don't be anxious for anything. Don't be troubled with cares about anything. But in everything, by prayer, you know what prayer is, um, 
that that earnest praying, that individually going and earnestly, definitely praying and supplication, asking earnestly and humbly with thanksgiving, I know you've done this. I know you've heard me. You've done it. I'm not going to stress another minute. I thank you. You've heard me. You're not deaf that you cannot hear me. You're not asleep that you do not listen. I make my requests now to you. These are definite requests, not like vague namby-pamby requests. This is what I need. Yahweh, I need this. I need peace or I need something in my life, whatever it is I need. And then I give it to him knowing with thanksgiving, you have heard me. This is a good day. And then it says, and then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will, will guard, and that's also to garrison or to rule and to garrison, to come around your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So when you know the peace has come, you will know that you've successfully bypassed anxiety and you have taken it before Yahweh with your supplication, your earnest and humble requests in your prayer time, your definite praying, the definite things that you need. You have not given your attention to anyone or anything around you, but you have taken that anxiety, that trouble and that care, and you've given it to him. How do you know when you've done that request, that definite request before Yahweh, how do you know it's worked? Why? Because the peace of God begins to rule and garrison and surround your heart and your understanding. And your mind, it'll come and it'll settle you. So the peace of God surpasses all understanding and guards your heart, your mind through Christ Jesus. And this is a day where we, in this beautiful year of 2022, need to learn how to walk in a place of peace and in a place of that divine rest in Yahweh where he rules and garrisons around my heart with the peace that's come because I, with thanksgiving, I have given him my anxiety, not giving any attention to any man or anything around me, but just come to him individually with all things, praying, definite, earnest, humble requests before him. And then it says that I will have this peace. And it says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, just, pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate and think on these things. And that's why we need to work at being positive. That's why we need to work at turning our attention to the good. It is so quick, so easy to turn into the negative when I read the newspapers or watch the news. It's so easy to turn to the negative, but it's clear from scripture that I do need to look at true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and good report. Anything that is of virtue and praiseworthy, and I need to meditate on these things. So meditate on this as you walk into the fullness of 2022.